This is the Field of Streams Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by Fangraphs. Hello and welcome to the Field of Streams Podcast for Wednesday, June 15th. I'm your host, Dylan Higgins, joined by my co-host, Matthew DeWaskin. Matt, how you doing today? Um, you know, the struggle is real, but, you know, it ends. Nothing too bad? No, it wasn't, no, it wasn't, it wasn't that rough today. That's good. That's good to hear. Um, was there anything from baseball on Tuesday that caught your eye? There were a lot of things on Tuesday that caught my eye. Okay. I'll, I'll admit that I did not watch much baseball on Tuesday, so you get to fill me in on what went on. Okay. Did you hear about James and Tyon? Uh, he was good. I did see that. He was real good. Took uh, a no-hitter into, I don't know how deep, but a ways in that people talked about it. Uh, eight innings, two hits, one walk, five strikeouts. Yeah. The, the Mets are not hitting right now at all, so uh, uh, good for him, though. Let's see. I think we had Jack Peterson go deep twice. Nice. Yes. Let's see. I'm, I'm just trying to. I'm, I'm looking back at our, our picks to see if anything like I had us, but, Brandon oh. Finnegan. I'm, I'm proud of that one. Right. I'm. I'm proud of Tom Kohler. I think. <laughs> yeah. I'm, uh, I'm still proud of Tom Kohler. Yeah. He's turning it around, which is good because he was a a favorite of ours a while ago, and then he had been bad this year, but he did just fine. Six innings, two earned, eight strikeouts. Hard to be upset about that. Good yeah. grief. Yeah, that's uh, uh, some good streaming picks for us on, on Tuesday. Brandon yeah. Finnegan, uh, six innings, one earned, only three walks, but five strikeouts. Did, did his job in Atlanta. Did what he needed to do against a team that can't hit. I will take six innings, one run anytime. So. Like Daniel Discuss did not get in to the starting lineup, but he did play, and he had a two-RBI triple. Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. If you went with him, I mean, I assume that most people did not go with him. because That's right. You don't put him in your lineup. Yeah. Unless you goofed up. But, yeah. 10-13. Yankees, Rockies, and Colorado. Oh, boy. That's about what we expected, though. Yeah, that really, that was almost like exactly exactly what we expected. Uh, Just me. Let's see. uh, uh, Denny Valencia had a hit but didn't do anything special. Yeah. Um, my boy, Carlos Beltran, was who I was all over in Colorado, but, uh, it doesn't look like he played, so, boo, Aaron Hicks instead played in right field, but. I mentioned Ryan Rua, and he went deep. There you go. So, so we were not total dummies on Tuesday, which is good, that's what you're telling me. We're not total dummies most days, I think. think Yeah. We we tend to do pretty well, believe it or not. That is true. Well, uh, we're gonna look at, uh, Wednesday's game. So Wednesday has this awkward split slate. With uh, five early games and ten late games, I'm not going to get too into the early slates. We definitely like to mention them. Um, the big uh, thing to put stars around is Clayton Kershaw is pitching in Arizona, and he's matchup proof. He's going to do just fine there. Um, but I also really like the matchup of Jimmy Nelson getting Johnny Cueto in in uh, San Francisco. Uh, Jimmy Nelson's weakness in the past was lefties, and the Giants lineup is full of lefties, but. If you believe that he straightened that out this year, and I do, I think that uh, that's a fine fade. Cueto against the Brewers is the favorite in that matchup, but I would not shy away from uh, Jimmy Nelson there uh, at all. That might be a fun dark horse in San Francisco. Um, and then Jason Hamill opposite Steven Strasburg. I'm fine with uh, both of them as well. Ooh, that's so. be real big boy baseball. I wish we could watch that. Yeah, that, that'll be that'll be a good one. Jason Hamill's been so good. Um, his weakness is lefties, though. But let's go ahead. Let's start a catcher. Um, Matt, if you're doing the afternoon, uh, the two catchers I liked are Brian McCann gets Chad Bettis in Colorado. That's a no-brainer. That's going to be fine. And my dark horse catcher is A.J. Ellis 
getting Patrick Corbin. So AJ Ellis usually catches for Clayton Kershaw, so we should get in. And nobody's going to pick him because he can't hit. And I'm not going to try and tell you he can hit. He can't hit. But, and compared to his usual not hitting, he is better against lefties. And he gets Patrick Corbin. So he's going to get a start. He's going to have the platoon advantage, and Patrick Corbin hasn't been great. So if you don't want to go with the obvious pick, which is Brian McCann, you can pick AJ Ellis, getting uh, Patrick Corbin. Um, so those, those are my plays at catcher in the afternoon. How about in the evening, though? I had issues in the evening. What are you thinking I of? Had- I had two guys that I that I wrote down, and neither of them are inspiring. That's all I had too. I had two guys, and I don't love either I'm, of them. I'm t- kind of hoping they're not. I have I have a strange suspicion we have the exact same two guys. Oh, goodness. All right, who do you have? All right, I'll I'll turn the key first. Okay. I wrote down Matt Weeders versus Stephen Wright. I did not write Matt Weeders, so we're safe. Yeah. We're okay. Okay, and I have Christianetta versus Drew Smiley. I did have Christianetta. Uh, yeah, it's it's a tough catching day in general, especially in, in these evening games. Um, what do you like about Matt Weider specifically? He's a switch hitter who does damage against righties. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't love it because Stephen Wright doesn't really have a platoon split this year, but I don't really trust the knuckleball. It's more of a bet against the knuckleball continuing to work than it is a a bet on Matt Weeders. I get that. He has a 209 ERA this year, though. I don't know what's going on with Stephen Wright. I hope it keeps going. I, I kind of hope it keeps going, too. I hope we get another, like, you know, like, you know, Summer of Ari Dickey, because that was one of the funnest baseball stories ever. Yeah, I like I like seeing it. Um, But it's I agree so that you can bet horrible. against it. That's a big question mark. So. Yeah. So. And Ian <laughs> yeah, Ian Etta likes lefties, and he gets Drew Smiley, and Drew Smiley, the wheels are kind of coming off a bit, which is too bad, because I like him. But his ERA is all the way up to 4.94 after he's allowed four runs last time out, eight before that, five before that. Like, I think he's better than this, and he still gets strikeouts, but he's getting hit. And Ian Etta is not inspiring, but that whole lineup can hit, and uh, he gets a lefty. That'll be good. The name I had, you didn't, is not super inspiring either. But uh, Jason Castro gets Adam Wainwright, and Adam Wainwright's been better than he was earlier in the year, but his ERA is still five two one. It's still not good. He's been uh, good. If you actually like look at like his like what he's done over the past month, he's been like a, like a legitimate good pitcher. He's been good, not great. He's not the the peripherals are better. Like his last uh, three starts, it's twenty strikeouts to two walks. Like I'm into that, of course, but. Uh, the year and the year is still five two one. I don't know. Uh, I I would would I buy low on him? I guess a, I'm not. He had a bad April, like a, a horrific April. I understand. It's not like he's been great. I don't know. Uh, I don't love this pick. Again, it's a, it's such a touch tough catcher day. But I was looking for him, and I think Jason Castro, who has turned things around after his own rough April, not great but better. Uh, I think that he he could be okay in that matchup. I could see the Astros scoring runs there, and I could see him being a part okay. of it. Other than that, like, it's just such a tough catcher day. What do you, I mean, Steven Vogt is where I would go, but he's getting a lefty, and it's, you know, so it might be a Josh Fegley day, but Josh Fegley's been terrible this year. Like, I don't want any part of that. You could do, like, Cameron Rupp against Marco Estrada, but Marco Estrada's been so good. It's it's a tough day. It's a tough catcher day. Um, I, I don't have a lot. Um, I think Ian Netta might be our favorite pick there. Uh, would you agree? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, forlornly, I agree. Yeah. Tough catcher day. Tough catcher day. How about uh, first base? I had two names in the afternoon again. 
Um, it's Will Myers getting Justin Nicolino. Basically, any right-handed guy against Justin Nicolino should be so fine. He, he's so he's so bad. Uh, Will Myers would be fine there. On the flip side of that, Justin Bohr getting Luis Perdomo pitching for the Padres. Luis Perdomo is not very good. That's why you haven't heard of him. Uh, and so I'm fine with our boy Justin Bohr going there. Um, in the evening, though, I had more options. How how'd you do at first base? So, well, before we get into that, I just want to I just want to pause for a second and sure. just respect how awful this. Justin Nicolino, Luis Perdomo pitching matchup is. It's real bad. It's real bad. They're in San Diego. That's, yeah. You don't really want to usually pick hitters in San Diego, but that is a pitching matchup that I think is going to be I, very popular in DFS. I'm, I'm having a hard time imagining a, a less inspiring matchup. Yeah, it's... <laughs> uh, well, Bud Norris is pitching also later, but... Yeah, you know, I mean, if it was like Bud Norris versus James Shields, is James Shields making that short list already? Oh yeah. Oh boy. Uh, well, yeah. So uh, I agree. Um, so yeah, I want either first baseman Will Myers or Justin Bohr there. Um, sure. Yeah. In the evening, there's more options, so I'm a little more excited, including picking Joey Votto against Bud Norris. Uh, Bud Norris was good last time out, and I don't buy it. Even a little oh. bit. I don't know about you. You like him more than I do. He went seven innings, one run last time uh, against the Cubs. Six strikeouts, no walks. I don't know how that happened, but I, I'm not <laughs> on board. No thanks. Before that, it was five innings, one run against the Dodgers. But nope, pass. Hard pass. No thanks. Uh, I'm willing to pick against them. I'll take Joey Votto. The underwhelming Joey Votto this year against them. Um, who else do you have at first base? I've done Cardinals first baseman versus uh, Colin McHugh. I don't really care who it is. Yeah, Colin McHugh's been bad. Either Matt Adams or uh, Brandon Moss. Brandon Moss. I, I'm sorry. I yeah. I keep wanting Colin McHugh to get better, but he still has a 5-2-2 ERA on the air. And the peripherals look fine. He's not walking the world. His strikeouts are good, but ERA is still over 5, and it's, you know, all middle of June, so that's trouble. Agreed. Yeah. I worked on David Ortiz getting Tyler Wilson. Yeah. The, the wheels have come off there, too. We were... Trusting him as a quality start, the guy there for a minute, he's the RA's at 4.73. It's and, and pointing northward. Yeah. Um, trending the wrong way. So go ahead and proceed to pick Red Sox against him, I feel like. A couple of cheaper options I like. Uh, Deho Lee versus Drew Smiley. Yep. Yep. I like that a lot. Yeah. Green Crusher, my guy Deho. I hope he gets in there. Yep. Totally about that. Justin Smoke versus... Jeremy Hellickson, Hellboy. Yeah, I wrote Encarnacion and uh, and Smoke, but I'm fine with both of them. Smoke's hitting hitting righties, and Hellickson's not doing much. So if you want to pick Blue Jays there, I'm totally in on that. Yeah. The only other first baseman I had you didn't is Jose Abreu getting Mike Pelfrey, and that's a pick against Mike Pelfrey more than it's a pick for Jose Abreu. I know it's it you know it's tough to pick White Sox right now, but Mike Pelfrey's that bad. So I I, I trust Jose Abreu to at least hit him. Do you think that's fair? I think it's fair to trust him against Mike Pelfrey. It's Mike Pelfrey. Do I think it's fair? No. Do you think I'm crazy? Do Do I think it's crazy? No. Okay. Uh, that That's where I would go. I know that Matt can't bring himself to do it, but I think no, Jose I'm, in, really I'm, I'm, I'm full. I'm in full Randy Quaid mode. I understand. It, I understand. Too. I I've got big X's on my hats. I've got my jacket turned inside out. I'm. You know, I'm, I'm, you know, every time I see them on TV, I'm cursing at it randomly. But I, I understand. But I've lost my mind. Well, it's, you're upset that Jose Abreu has been performing better. But he is, and it's Mike Pelfrey. Uh, no matter how bad the White Sox are, Mike Pelfrey is still not good. Yeah. Um, 
Second base is a little tougher. Uh, in the afternoon, I had two names again in this five-game slate. Speaking of that really fun matchup between Nicolino and Perdomo, that means you can take Derek Dietrich, get Luis Perdomo. No hesitation there. And yeah. then, even though Jason Hamill's been awesome, and he has, he still has that weakness against lefties. That means that Daniel Murphy would be just fine there. I, I think that won't be that popular to pick against him, but Daniel Murphy can do that. Um, in the evening, I had three names. How many names did you have at second base, Matt? Two. Okay. Did you have Matt Carpenter getting Colin McHugh? I did. I remember driving him at second base so he wouldn't make fun of me again. I don't think funny. It's, it's tough. He, he's moved positions. Not all yeah, sites catch up. You, you don't make fun of me. You just you do that, Matt. He's a, he's a second baseman now. He's where he is playing in real life. I don't know that that's where your DFS format will have him, but that is where I am going to list him. Fair so, enough. Second that's baseman. He's not. awesome. Colin McHugh's bad. He'll be fine. That, um, that is where he should be listed. Just his name and shadow should be listed at shortstop. You are correct. Sure. Fair deal. Um, how about uh, Jason Kipnis getting Ian Kennedy? I say no. Now, I, I don't love it. I think it's fine. But Ian Kennedy's been pretty decent, and Jason Kipnis has been pretty okay. Okay, two things about Ian Kennedy. First, yes. he's been fantastic in Kansas City. Okay, I have not looked at those splits. Awesome at home? Sub-2 ERA, ridiculous. Yeah, it, for whatever reason, he's he's like... He, he couldn't get the job done in San Diego, but for some reason, Kansas City appeals to him. Yeah, they've been doing that a little bit in recent years. So I don't... You know, we all made fun of him for the signing, but so far, so good. So... Yeah, well, you know, you need a guy to throw 200 innings and be, you know, league average. He's your guy. Yep. Even better than that. He's, you know, he's been real he's good. Yeah. Really good at all. So, it, the Jason, okay matchup for Jason Kipnis, but it's definitely not, you know, a real exciting one. Well, and the second half of that is he doesn't really have platoons, but I, I suppose he, he tends to walk lefties a bit more than, than righties, mm-hmm. but it's not like being, getting clobbered. Yeah. I agree. It's a tough one. Uh, who else did you have at second base then? Brian Dozier getting Hector Santiago. Yeah, I damn, he's been one of my favorite guys against lefties for years now, but tougher this year. Not the whole Twins thing is hard to get excited about, but yeah, that's still a good pick, I would say. Yeah, I would say so too. I mean, it's a much more exploitable guy than exploitable guy than uh, Ian Kennedy. Yeah, I'm just sad. I'm mourning over the twin hitters that I used to like against lefties. Miguel Sano out, Trevor Plouffe not doing anything, Brian Dozier not being a monster, but still usable for sure. The only other one I had, I have Brandon Phillips getting Bud Norris, which is not the platoon advantage, but I do think Bud Norris is that bad. And uh, I can see the red score and runs, and he hits from the heart of that order. Okay. And he's still okay enough. He's definitely a shell of his former self, but uh, he, I think that he can still give you some points, just based mostly on position in the lineup. If you were batting 7th, I would not care. But he's hitting up there. He'll be okay. Um, no, there's second baseman for you, right? No. Okay. On to third base in the afternoon. I have Nolan Arenado getting Yvonne Nova because, of course, uh, another obvious pick of the day that nobody should hesitate on other than cost and everybody else having it. And if you want an alternative pick, what's that? Do you think, like, Nolan Arenado is going to be able to sleep tonight? You mean because he's so excited that he gets to face Yvonne Nova tomorrow? Yes. It's like Christmas Eve for him. He just can't wait. It's uh, kind of how I'm thinking it, yes. Maybe, especially if they scored 13 runs on Tuesday. Um, yeah, if you want an alternative pick, a less popular one, a cheaper one. Justin Turner's been bad this year, but he's been better against lefties, and he gets Patrick Corbin, and Patrick Corbin hasn't been great this year. I could see the Dodgers scoring there. I could see him doing just fine, especially against a lefty. So 
Uh, I have Justin Turner as the B pick after Arenado at third base. And then the evening, I had four names. Matt, how'd you do at third base? I had five, and I know there's one you're going to make fun of me for. All right, I can't wait. Who, who are your more obvious ones at third base? Todd Frazier versus Mike Palfrey. Sure, why not? It's not a platoon advantage, but it should not matter. He's yeah, it's, yeah. It, it really doesn't with, with Palfrey. He, he's he doesn't really have a split, but he's not very good against either side. Uh, yeah. Travis Shaw versus Tyler Wilson. Yep, absolutely. Uh, Jahani Peralta versus Colin McHugh. Yep, pin on that too. Obligatory Jahani Peralta pick. Yeah, he's back. We're back into it. Dan the Man Valencia versus Derek Holland. Yes, I'm also in on that too. And the pick you're probably going to make fun of me for, Jerkson Profire versus Sonny Gray. Um, no. I'm... Mm. Give me a little bit more, because I, I, I'm not making fun of you, at least based on your no reasoning. But okay. what do you think of here? Let me, let me, let me pull up my, my numbers here. All right, this, is, this is my thought process as far as the, the picking against Sonny Gray thing goes. First, uh, Sonny Gray, awful against righties, not much better against lefties. Yeah, tough here so far. Okay, he's it, it, home runs and walks, and it, it's been a mess. Something's wrong. Okay, Clear, well, clearly. And Jerks Profarsh, which hitter? Yes. We like that. So he gets to stand against the bullpen. Mashes on, has mashed on every righty he's faced almost this year. He's got a uh, small sample size. He's already got two homers. Mm-hmm. You know, four RBIs. You know, he's he, he been quality in a very small sample size against righties. I, I just, I'm kind of picking on Sonny Gray here. Yeah, Good and I don't think that's guy. crazy. You know, you know I, the hot hand, believe it or not, actually is a thing. And I, I think... Profar's got one for now. And I think there's a bonus in that a lot of people won't pick against Sonny Gray. A lot of people will go, oh, you can't do that. And you totally can. He's been awful. So, yeah, yeah. I did not have Profar, uh, and I don't know where he's going to play exactly. Uh, probably, he has been playing some third base for sure. Um, yeah, Adrian Belfry's been a little banged up. I don't know if he gets in there again. Yeah, It'll so, uh, no, I'm not making fun of you for that at all. It's not an obvious one, but I think that's good. That's in its favor. Um, the only name I had you did not is Eugenio Suarez getting Bud Norris. I usually only like Eugenio against a righty, or pardon me, against a lefty. Um, he's getting a righty here, and I just, I'm picking on Bud Norris. I don't like Bud Norris. I, I think he's bad, so that's where I'm going. Um, okay. All right, shortstop, I have two names for the afternoon. Uh, they're two studs, though. They're, there's actually places to go. It's Trevor Story getting Ivan Nova, because why not? Him and... Him and uh, Nolan Arnato, who can't sleep, they'll be texting each other, being like, "What are you thinking about? Are you thinking about Ivan Nova tomorrow? Is that is that why you is that why you can't sleep either? That's their or do you think they just have a slumber party where they just like study pitches to hit? I'm I'm picturing a bunk bed scenario. Yeah, and they're just like sharing heat maps and stuff. Uh, anyway, Trevor Story is gonna be fine if you can afford him and Arnato. You're in business. Um, the other one is Corey Seager getting Patrick Corbin, who is. Uh, lefty on lefty, which you would think would not be great, but uh, Corey Seager can totally handle lefties. Not worried about that at all. Uh, that is not a big weakness of his, so go go ahead with that one. Um, and then in the evening, I had a bunch of shortstop options. Did you do alright? I had three. Okay, I had six, so let's see if uh, you missed any of mine. I was at Cozart getting Bud Norris. Again, I'm just, I'll stack those reds. I'm totally fine with it. Um, he prefers lefties, but he's gonna be in there. I'm okay with that. Uh, Carlos Correa gets Adam Wainwright. I'm ready to pick on Wainwright before you are, I believe. Isn't that banged up? Uh, Correa? Yeah. Not to my knowledge, but I can definitely uh, check real quick. He also, like, has been a little bit disappointing this year. I, I get that. Obviously, I, I had a prediction against him 
But I still think he's capable. I don't know. I think I'm just more down on Wainwright than than you are. Um, Correa played on Tuesday, so he okay, missed so you against before that. So. He had an ankle injury, and he's in fact back. Okay. Okay. Yeah, but definitely worth checking. Um, but he should be good to go. Um, how about Tim Anderson and Mike Pelfrey? You've probably watched more Tim Anderson than me so far. You said the other day you're worried that he's too aggressive. How's he looked so far for you? You know, better than Jimmy Rollins. <laughs> there you go. That's the glowing endorsement uh, for Tim Anderson is that he's better so than slightly, Jimmy Rollins. Uh, slightly more, slightly more upside than Jimmy Rollins has. Yes. There you go. And he gets Mike Pelfrey. I'm fine with it. You know, even he's worried that he's aggressive. Yeah, but he's hitting. He's hitting Mike Pelfrey. That'll be fine. So if you want a, a you know a not popular pick there, I like that matchup for him. Um, Francisco Lindor gets Ian Kennedy again. Francisco Lindor should be fine, but I you're shying me away from picking on Ian Kennedy, especially when I have more options. So uh, maybe not where I necessarily want to go. Last two names: um, Marcus Simeon gets Derek Holland. We like him against a lefty for sure. Yeah. There's pop, there's speed, all in on that. And uh, Eduardo Nunez gets Hector oh, Santana. Yeah, sorry, I took your Eduardo Nunez. I did. Um, but he has not only been real good this year, but he's been really good against lefties. So, and the, the Hector Santiago's kind of falling apart. So I'm all in there. I'm sorry, did I take all three of your shortstops, Matt? No, I have a Lemus Diaz. You can call him McHugh. Okay, that's righty on righty, but I'm totally fine with that. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, okay. And then in the outfield, uh, if you're playing in the afternoon, it's Yankees and Rockies again. Uh, Bettis against Nova means all those outfielders are in play. That's fine. Uh, Matt Kemp busts on lefties, which means he can get Nicolino. Um, but you can also take any of the Marlins outfielders you trust against Perdomo. That's Yelich, Ozuna, or Stan. I'm fine with it. Um, the, the big name I'm circling, though, that's not just a stack is Enrique Hernandez getting Patrick Corbin. Anytime the Dodgers get a lefty, they, they get him in there, and boy, does he smash lefties. So uh, use him where you can. Um, but in the evening, though, Matt, what are you thinking for outfielders in the evening slate? Yeah, no more Mazzara versus Sonny Gray? Sure. Yeah, again, if you're picking on Gray, I'm fine with it. I, I think there's a uh, bonus there because other people aren't going to do it. Chris with a K Davis versus Derek Holland? Yep, yep, yep. Okay. Mike Trout versus... Tyler Duffy? Yes. He's a guy I liked for a bit, and he proved me wrong by slowing down and not being that great lately. Uh, Robbie Grossman gets Hicker Santiago, and Robbie Grossman not only keeps getting in the lineup, but keeps producing. And keeps producing, and he's murdered lefties so far. Yes, he has, and he yeah. gets a lefty, so... Gotta keep that, going, yeah. That guy from high school that, you know, was four lockers down from you, go with him. Mm-hmm. Yep. No, I like that. I wrote down Melky versus Mike Pelfrey. You're going back to Melky Cabrera a little bit, huh? A little bit. Okay. Okay. I can deal with that. Uh, I, I like the the big frog goo, Franklin Gutierrez, and Nelson Cruz versus Drew Smiley. Yep. I wrote literally that. I wrote Cruz, comma, frog goo. Uh, Jonas Espers versus Jeff Locke. Yeah. That's the Mets hitter I still kind of trust right now, especially against a lefty. Everybody else is hurt. Yeah. And not doing great. So... No, I, I like that a lot. Jeff Locke, sadly, has been bad, so I'm all in there. Jay Bruce versus Bud Norris? Yeah, I have Adam Duvall, too, but either of those will be fine. For Jay Bruce. Yeah. Um, Malik Smith versus Anthony Des- Descalfani? All right. Picking two of your favorite guys there. but I know. I'm, I'm going to be so torn, but yeah. now they, they started leading him off. They like actually like had a baseball fight. We're like, hey, 
maybe good. you shouldn't bat at the bottom. Considering. Yes, maybe you shouldn't bat the, the, the good, fast guy ninth. Yeah. Except uh, Michael Saunders versus Jeremy Hellickson. Mm-hmm. I want him and Batista, but I like them both. I like, I like Saunders a bit, quite a bit more, actually. Mm-hmm. And Jackie Rado Jr. versus Tyler Wilson. If you take him, I like Mookie Betts, too. But I like Mookie more than you do, I think. But yeah, thumbs up to both. I like Mookie. I, I've got, like... I got him like all my fantasy team. Oh, I I would I like him against Tyler Wilson too. I think that'll be fine. Um, Jay Moore. We agreed on most of those. I have Colby Rasmus getting Adam Wainwright. If you want to pick on him, I do more than you do. Don't want to pick on. Yeah, okay, I, I'm fine with that. I'll take Adam Eaton against Mike Pelfrey, even though he's been better against lefties this year. Are you down on Adam Eaton? Have you seen, have you seen what he's hitting? Uh, not lately. I again, I saw the other day he was better against lefties and righties. Has he has he been pretty deflated? I'd have to actually, like, go pull it up, but yeah. Okay, Matt's down on Adam Eaton. Understandably, on the year, 741 OPS, at least through Monday. Um, but against lefties, man, that wait, split wait, just wait. keeps getting bigger. Do uh, you think Mike Pumphrey's a lefty? No, no, no. Uh, he's better against lefties. Um, Adam Eaton is better against lefties. Mike Pelfrey is definitely right-handed. So this is not ideal for Adam Eaton at all. Um, no. Do you know what he's hitting against righties? It's 242, 333, 363, at least through Monday. So, it's yeah, it's it's not great. It's not great, but it's it's Mike Pelfrey. There's a part of me that's like, I don't care. I want the leadoff guy against Mike, Mike Pelfrey. I care. Matt cares. I'm I'm playing the matchup a little bit more, but I do not blame you if if you don't. Um, the only other name I had you didn't mention, I think, is uh, Mark Trumbo against Stephen Wright. And I know I was like, no, I'm not picking against Stephen Wright, but. Mark Trumbo is just playing if he connects with it. You know, if he squares up on the knuckleball, which is not easy to do, he could easily go over four. I just think Mark Trumbo is just about a GPP play to just about every day. Uh, could easily run into one, could easily run into two. So, gotta consider him. Um, but, but not a favorite. I, I definitely am circling Cespedes. I'm circling Fragu. I'm circling Grossman, Chris Davis. Like, there's, there's nicer places to go. Alright, and then we get into these pitchers again in the day slate. You got Kershaw, you got Cueto, you got Strasburg. I'm not shying away from Hamill or Jimmy Nelson either, though. I think they're they're totally places to go. You don't want Ivan Nova, Chad Bettis, Justin Nicolina, or Luis Perdomo, though. Pass. And Patrick Corbin, you could try and fade against Kershaw, but I'm, I'm not going there. Um, either. It's yeah. You're paying for Kershaw, Strasburg, or you're trying Nelson or Hamill. Or, and then Cueto also is up there. Um, but in the evening, there's actually more interesting options. Matt, what are you thinking at pitcher? Oh, I, breaking news, Dylan. Yes. Tyler Wilson, no longer starting. Ah, this is what happens when we record and uh, the starter gets swapped out mid-recording, which is great. Yeah. It's now Kevin Gosman, which which changes things a little bit. Um, so on the hitter side, if we were to go back there, uh, he struggles with righties. So you want right-handed uh, Red Sox guys, which would be uh, extra emphasis on Mookie Betts. I guess you could take, what, Xander Bogarts is also right-handed. Dustin Pedroia are right-handed. They might prefer lefties, but that pitching matchup might favor them, right? Accurate. Okay. Um, that said, you don't want to pick him against the Red Sox, do you? You're not going near Kevin Gosman? Oh, no. Yeah, not in that matchup. So that's changed. Um, so maybe a little less David Ortiz and a little less Jackie Bradley Jr., but it's probably still be okay, too. Um, thanks for that update. Uh, who else are you thinking that you might actually go with uh, pitching side in the evening? Well, we've got my, my friend life coach Marco Estrada going back to the National League. Mm-hmm. I, I legitimately like, like Marco Estrada. He... He had that one year where he went up to Toronto and all of a sudden like had the teeny ERA and we're like, yeah, that won't stick because he gives up so many homers. It has stuck. He just this is the pitcher he is now. 
I don't, I don't know if he's a 257 ARA 1-0 whip guy, but, like, he's been pretty darn good for a couple of years now. Dylan, do you yeah. know what year that was? That was last year, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Oh, man. That one year forever ago? I guess that was just last year. It feels <laughs> like he's been there a few years. He's, he's been around forever. You know, He was in Milwaukee for years and years and years. We were kind of all like, oh, he's probably going to be good, and then he was bad. And then he got, went to Toronto, and they're like, this is terrible, and then he's good. He was like, so in Toronto in 2012, 3-6-4 ERA, 1-1-4 whip. Totally fine. Uh, next year, 3-8-7-1-0-8. Totally fine. The next year, he gave up 29 home runs and just got blasted. And even his numbers then were awful, just crazy home run numbers. But now, you know, I mean, last year he still gave up 24, but just doesn't walk people, keeps the whip down, you know? Uh, I don't know. I totally trust him. I, I think he's going to be just fine. When your whip is 1, 2, 5, 7, here. The strikeouts have come back, which which is intriguing. He also gets Philadelphia, and, you know, it's in Philadelphia, which isn't great, but they don't hit. I'm I'm all in. I, I you know, big thumbs up for that pick for tomorrow. Also, I believe Michael Franco is, is nicked up. Yeah. There's, you're, you're worried about him making a mistake to Ryan Howard. I'm like... I, I'm not worried about that if he even he plays. So, no, you can you can beat up on the Phillies for sure. So, just the thing with Marco, he did, he he's getting strikeouts. Doesn't come with a platoon split. Going to a National League park. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I don't. What's what's not to like here, really? No, nope, I'm I two thumbs up for that one. Pitches pitches deep. Manages to win games on occasion. So, mm-hmm. anyways, uh, moving on. Uh, the other half of that I want nothing to do with Jeremy Hawkson to thank you. No. Nope. Uh, Anthony Descafani versus the Braves coming off the DL. He had one start already. He went to Oakland and went six innings, one run, three walks to two strikeouts, but I I think it's good enough to beat a bad lineup. I think he's more than good enough to be a bad lineup. I, I actually kinda like this for him. Yeah, I took Brandon Finnegan in Atlanta. I will take Anthony Descafani also. Not a not a huge upside, but could certainly get the win, can certainly do six innings, one run again, I think. Bud Norris, it's, it, you know, if, if he can do it against the Cubs and the Dodgers, he can't get it done against Cincinnati. I don't know. I, I, I'm not betting on it, but I wouldn't bet against him. I i don't trust it yet. If he gives me one more good one, I would start to look into it. But right now I'm just like, no, no thanks. He's been so bad for so long that I am staying away. Fair enough. Uh, moving on, Jeff Locke versus Noah Syndergaard. You're not going to believe this, but I like Syndergaard half of that match. That is true. Jeff Locke is... Is nothing to nothing to go near right now, and Syndergaard's pretty good. So, yeah, uh, if you want to pay for the ace price, I think that's totally fine. Uh, Pittsburgh's not that scary. Carnes versus Smiley. I like the Carnes half of this, and I don't think it's close. Yeah, I, I'm not worried about the Rays against righties. It's Nate Carnes going home to Tampa Bay, and I think he'll be fine there. I, I'm into that. McHugh versus Wainwright. Staying away from McHugh, I would be willing to to, to pick. Adam Wainwright is, is, is a DFS pick for, for Wednesday. The only thing I like about it is that the Astros strike out so much that I think there could be a, a good outing there um, in that sense. Also, it's also International League Park, so no DH. Mm-hmm. That could be helpful. It should be, yes. Yep. Humphrey versus Sale. You trust Sale against the Tigers, don't you? I would like to. It's not an ideal matchup for him, but we would like to think he's matchup proof. I would think, let's see. I, I, I haven't even looked at his numbers. He's going to be but, just fine. You, you would hope Purcell would be fine, yes. It's a lot of righties, a lot of good righties he has to deal with, but he's going to be fine. I know you're doubting the White Sox, but you don't get to doubt Chris Sale. He's going to be okay. That's fair. going to talk you down from the ledge. It's okay. You know, they, they try to stack the line. You know, it, he's 
He's only faced 47 lefties this year to 290 righties. Yeah. And it's just not working out. No, he's going to be fine. He, he can handle righties. It's never been a real issue. So. Okay, moving on. Uh, Kluber versus Kennedy. You Honestly, you could make a case for either half, honestly. Yep, I think Kluber is the better pitcher and has the, the better matchup. But if you want to fade that and go with uh, Ian Kennedy... Not only has Keen Kennedy been good and, like you said, been great at home, but gets a share of strikeouts to make him have a ceiling. You know, there's yeah. he's not a no strikeout pitcher, and the Royal or sorry, the Indians are decent, but not a not a matchup I'm trying to avoid too hard. So, yeah, I, I, I think Ian Kennedy's totally an option for Wednesday. Moving um, on to the Tyler Duffy versus Hector Santiago. I'm passing on both, aren't you? really have a whole lot of interest i mean if you know gun to my head i'd probably pick duffy yeah and it's two uh lineups and matchups that are okay but there's just no upside there for me on those pitchers not right now i like them in the past but they've disappointed me lastly holland versus gray they're both too broken for me too holland yeah this is holland I, I, I wonder if he and James Shields are being like you know calling each other to like console each other after this one remember when we were good yeah man. yeah yeah, not not right now though. I, I I don't think either of them are necessarily cooked, but that is not anywhere you're going right now. Um, the only oh. pitcher I'm interested in you didn't mention is I would consider Stephen Wright against Baltimore. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I I apologize for glossing over Stephen Wright. Yeah, absolutely, he makes a ton of sense. Only especially because the Orioles strike out so much as well, and he can get some strikeouts. So I think that is also an option for sure. Plenty of pitching options. Um. We need to pick some guys under 50% owned for our contest as well. And I looked at a bunch of eligibilities, and the two names that I think stick out to us most, or at least in my opinion, it's either Anthony DeSclafania going to Atlanta or Nate Carnes going to Tampa Bay. Both those guys are under 50% owned in Yahoo formats, which is too low, in my opinion. Maybe not for DeSclafania, but at least for Carnes. Um, Matt, I think I will take DeSclafania as the safer pick there because the, ma- the matchup's better for him, even though I think Carnes is a better pitcher. Um, do you want one of those two guys, or do you have somebody else in mind? <sighs> All right, yeah, I, th- I think that's probably the obvious pick. Yeah, and I, I like Carnes. I, I think that's an okay matchup for him, but I think going to Atlanta is such a safe pick when the batter you're worried about, other than Freddie Freeman, is Malik Smith. I think that Desclafani is, if not a stud, he's he's definitely capable of handling that. So, yeah, that, we'll, we'll agree there on that one. Uh, Matt, did you have any other uh, baseball stuff or other stuff before we get out of here for Wednesday? Uh, have you updated the contest standings yet? I have not. I am behind on that, but I, I need to get there because I think you might be gaining on me. Yes, I should be. All right. Uh, I'll try and get that ready before our next show. Got to get in there, but I have not I have not updated them in a little while. But, uh, yeah, going to have that for Thursday. I think we're good. I'm trying to think if there's anything really important that I missed. Uh, your friend Juan Uribe had some interesting quotes this week. I saw that. Juan Uribe, who took the unfortunate uh, grounder, had had thoughts about wearing a cup at third base. Well, he doesn't wear a cup for a very specific reason. He claimed that the trainers don't have them in his size, which I thought was a really great quote, even just left at that. Uh, he insisted he was serious, and, and I, okay, all right, that's, what a lovable guy though, right? You miss him. You said before that you didn't appreciate him when you had him, and then okay. as he's become that lovable veteran. I didn't know that losing him would mean he had to go and become you know a freaking legend with every team he went with. He had That's to, he true. Put up with. I mean, he, one of the guy I, that we thought would be out of baseball five years ago, and has continued to be. I mean, his defense is what he's writing on, but he's doing that, you know, and teams good. love him. 
So I miss him and Puig in, in L.A. together. That was fun. They were a fun pair. Do you remember how like, legitimately sad he was when he got traded from L.A.? Yeah, he was. He's, like, he's become, like, yeah, it's become that lovable veteran Bartolo Cologne style. Not quite to that level, but that kind of thing. So. Yeah. That's, that, that is a good quote, though. From him. I, think it's, I think that's where we got in the show. <laughs> well, Matt is on Twitter at MattD underscore DFS, and I am on Twitter at HigginsFOS. Uh, we want to hear your Wanyuri Bay memories, is what we want you to tweet at us about. Um, thanks for listening. Matt and I will be back again for Thursday's show. And then on Friday, Brad's out of town, so I think uh, Scott Strandberg's going to join me for Friday's show. But uh, yeah. That should do it for us. Uh, for Matt, I'm Dylan. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Good luck with your games, and we'll see you then. Enjoy your baseball. Thank you for listening to the Field of Streams podcast. For more fantasy baseball analysis, visit fangraphs.com slash fantasy, or follow us on Twitter at Rotographs.